make deals. Base hits to right field. Here comes Richardson. Here's the throw for Marquez. Richardson is safe. Derek Jeter ends his final game with a walk-off single. Derek Jeter, where fantasy becomes reality. Did you have any doubt? That is absolutely clobber. Good gosh, where is that going to land? Oh, my, what a bomb from Aaron Judge. Testing the limits of Safeco Field with home run number 31. OMG. This is Brandon Lockridge, and you are listening to the Bronx Machachos. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Bronx Machachos podcast. This is episode 31. 31 weeks we've been doing this, brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network and our latest sponsor, Lids. Got sponsored by Lids this week. So there's a great sale going on. If you go to our bio, the link in the bio in our Instagram, it's on our link tree. Free shipping, all U.S. orders. So go check it out. Go buy some stuff. All-star games around the corner. Great sale going on there. Tonight, I'm joined by Alex. Hello. Danny and Mark are going to be a little late to handle some things on the back end at home. But tonight, we're joined by a very special guest No, uh, to me. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Stop. Stop. It's all Boo. good fun. Coming yes, in hot. It's, it's a great fun Cumberland, because you know Rhode we're Island. whooping them in the standings Woo! and in it's the game. In. Coming in hot from Cumberland, Rhode Island is my cousin and good friend, Michael Polano, who is probably the biggest Red Sox fan that I know next to his dad, Lou, and our Uncle Dan. So, Mike, say what's up to everybody. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really glad to be here with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't okay. think of a, a better. Be, be, before I before I get before I get crazy on you, Mike. Welcome, welcome to our casa, you, our casa you. to casa. Now get that dirty Boston outfit off it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. Uh, I'm just messing. I'm messing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. It's all good, brother. It's all good, man. A lot of good fun. A lot of hell of a rivalry for as long as I've been alive. Uh, mostly Yankee sided the the first uh, two thirds of it, but the last third the Sox have uh, had a had a fight in that. And, uh, so. Good to see not you guys. Tonight. Not tonight. Not, not last night. Not, not much this so far, I'll tell you that. Well, it's kind of hard, kind of easy to beat a team when you're going up against the JV squad of the pitching staff. But uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Mike, uh, how do you – what is going on with your team this season, man? I mean, they just stumbled out the gates and just fell flat on their face right right from the get-go, man. Like, what what is going on? Phil, in – those of us in Yankee land that don't follow the Red Sox, what is going on with this team? Well, we got, you know, we got a, we got a few problems here, man. You know, we, we, we had a great season last year, ended the season uh, kind of on a sour note after, after really uh, probably needing to win that, you know, a couple games against Houston there and having the season one. And honestly, I think carried into the off season and uh, started this year on a really sour note, in my opinion, with not signing, re-signing Devers, you know, a little early, not signing Bogarts at all, going into this season with a lot of question marks and and not really addressing much with pitching. So I think they actually came, I mean, they came out obviously horribly, uh, like one of the worst starts I've ever seen. And, um, you know, the chemistry wasn't there. The the guys, they just didn't feel it until 
you know, until about a month and a half in. And um, they just, they got some holes. They got some holes. They, they battled back, which is great. They battled back over the last, you know, last month and a half, which is awesome. Got competitive, got back in the wild card race, man. But, but there's a lot of holes they need to address if they're uh, even going even to sniff the postseason. I will definitely have to agree with you. Like, I'm not a Boston fan, but like, just looking at the standings and everything that, that just happened throughout the season, you guys came out to a really, really rough start. But I will... I am impressed and I will actually applaud it that for basically June on you guys were doing what you guys had to do. You were playing one of the best, best baseball out there behind us and the Braves in the league. Yep. Like you were doing your job and hopefully as a Yankee fan, I will say this, hopefully you guys, what you got to do. So that way you could go against Houston you could take care of Houston because I don't even want to deal with Houston. Forget that. Take care yeah. of them, and then we will eat. We will take whatever you guys are left from Houston series, and we'll eat you up and make it to the World Series where we belong. You know, when I think of the Red Sox playing Houston last year in the postseason, I kind of pictured that meme of Jim Carrey in the second Ace Ventura movie where he's got two spears in his uh and his legs going, ah, ah. It's like, I hate the Red Sox. I hate the Astros. I want both teams to lose. But this is just definitely not going to happen. So, yeah, last postseason, man, I was like, this is not happening. I'm like, I like, I, I don't want to root for either of these teams. I was just over it. But, yeah, man, you guys have been, had a hot June. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of injuries pitching-wise. I mean, Avaldi and Sale going down was two of the biggest two knockout punches. Waka's been serviceable. Um, you definitely got something with this kid, Connor Siebold, who pitched tonight, who went down with what seems to be an injury. Um, <laughs> got lit up too, but has a nice live arm. And then uh, when Wintowski yesterday, um, you know, still a live arm, but is still a rookie, hasn't developed in the go. So I, don't, I, don't, I, I could see their pitching staff turning around. As long as you get rid of Matt Barnes. I don't understand how this dude is still on the team throwing BP fastballs the way he is, but uh, be that as it may. Um, so coming from the Red Sox perspective, how do you see, how do you view our season? Like, how do you guys view what we've been doing this year? I mean, it's, it's undeniable, David. They, the, the Yankees are, are, uh, are the best right now, and they're, they're unstoppable. Offense is ridiculous. Pitching's been incredible. Think uh, you know Nestor Cortez coming back down to earth a little bit after his ridiculous yeah. start, which you know. But I mean, you have him as realistically your what two or three, you know, behind behind Cole and and some others, and and you know you Chapman Chapman is a huge question, but it doesn't matter because you got you you got you got a new. It doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, from the Red Sox side, um, I'm I'm thrilled that we've gotten back into it to be able to fight for a wild card spot, but the division's locked up with you guys. Um, yeah. The Yankees are fully loaded and uh, ready to make a run. And, you know, they have been a few years now and, and it'll be interesting to see how they perform in October. Uh, it's, they, they got the team to do it. I still think they could use another, another starting pitcher, but you guys know better than I um, to, to really secure themselves as, as the, the absolute favorite, you know, couple three or four teams out there that are loaded too like the Yankees and it come playoff time right and anything goes so can the yeah. hold up but uh really good man really really loaded team and I think uh 
you know, all of us Sox fans will cannot cannot uh, talk down what the Yankees have done the first half of this year has been unbelievable for them. No, 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 no. You and Murphy have been texting me left and right. Your team sucks. This, that, and the other thing. Like, really, bro? <laughs> look, look, look at the standings. Like, how are you going to say that? But I, I know we, you guys we always jest. I get it. The rivalry goes, David. You know that. And, and yeah, 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 yeah. You guys always say it's us, no matter what. Because you know what? For 20 years, all you ever said to me, <laughs> the Yankees were, 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 were behind the Red Sox, was I'll see you in October. Because that's yeah, all that Well, I mean. Yeah. Right? <laughs> It was facts. It's not facts. Hey, hey, Mike, since you like Chappie so much, we'll trade you Chapman. We'll yeah. give you, we'll give you IKF. You could just give us Xander Bogarts. We'll be yeah, happy. exactly. Give us Devers <laughs> and Bogarts. We'll yeah, take Devers and Bogarts off your hand. Come on. We'll, we'll, we'll be a nice day. We'll be happy. Since, uh, we'll since give Cole you a has a hard time with them, we'll just take them right off your hands. Hey, yeah, hey well, not only that, though, not only that, though, you'll finally get a pitcher. I mean, he's but never the deal is, But the he's deal is, you guys got to take Gallo. You guys got to take Joey. Yeah, he's down in the night. <laughs> hey, he almost had an inside the parker tonight. Though. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't agree with running into outs. I don't give a darn who's playing in right field and can't see the ball. That, that just drove me mental. Running into outs is never a good thing. No. But, uh, Mark, why don't you jump on in, man? Sox. Like the, the Red Sox have done a lot of that this year, man. They made a lot of mistakes. That was us last year. <laughs> Bad. Mark, hey, Mike, what's going on, brother? Hey, Mark, how you doing, man? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Sorry, I'm late, fellas. Had to handle family business. It's all good. So, you know, I see Mike's representing right now, even even in the in, down by five right now. Yeah, we, we're getting smoked, but I always represent. I've been, you know, I've been through 40 years of, of uh, mostly bad at the beginning and then some good. And now it's uh, now it's just yeah. a good rivalry for me. No, I know the yeah. man. He's I remember the... going to the stadium back in the 80s, you know? Yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark. Mark. <laughs> Mike's one of those guys who likes to blame it all on, you know, Babe Ruth still. <laughs> no, no, no way. <laughs> oh, no, we final... can't. We can't win a game because Babe Ruth got traded back in 1920. Oh, no. Well, well, let me ask you this. Are you blaming everything now that's happened to the Red Sox on, on uh, Dave Dombrowski? No, no not, not at all. No, the, the Babe Ruth days are way behind us. Trust me. 20, 20, uh, 2004 really helped a lot, I got to tell you, especially after that 2003 uh, debacle. Um, that was a great night. <laughs> I put uh, gents in the ceiling in my basement of my mom and dad's house. That, that, it, 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 that depends on what side you're in because it wasn't a great night to me because I, I was like, I was happy. I had to go to work in the mornings. I had to go earlier in the morning. So I go to bed. I'm like, oh, we're doing good. And then also, I'm like, what the heck happened when I woke up going to UPS in the morning? I was like, no. <laughs> dude, I wasn't even yeah. living in the same time zone. I was living in Hawaii in 2004 during that stuff. Oh, that's, that's rough, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough life out there. So, Mike, I got to ask, um, yeah. outside of the obvious 2004, what, like, what are, like, your most memorable Yankees-Red Sox moments to you outside of that horrible night in October of 04? Oh, that, that 04 moment was great, man. That was, uh, that was as good as it gets. Um, to, to be honest with you, one of them, one of them was the year before uh, in, in 03 with – uh, how they lost and with Boone hitting the bomb, I was in college, I was at BC and, um, uh, literally sitting with friends 
half Boston fans, half Yankee fans, basically like my whole life. You know, I grew up in Rhode Island. There's half Red Sox, half Yankee fans. Some of my best friends are Yankee fans. Some of my best friends are Red Sox fans. So it's always been a healthy rivalry, mostly lopsided with the Yankees. But in 03, right, we're sitting there on the, on the floor of my friend's house in, in college, you know, waiting, ready, ready for the White Red Sox to, to, finally, to finally win it here and move on to the World Series. And, uh, you know, the, the bomb to end it, I, I literally cried on the floor of my friend's apartment in, fr- in front of like 30 people, like guys, girls, in, uh, junior in college, not the best look, you know, weeping. On <laughs> was, I was uh, very sad, we'll put it that way. Uh, thank you. Oh, man. So you're known as that guy at college, huh? <laughs> the crier. Yeah. Yeah. Can't bring Kalana to the party, he cries. <laughs> I showed emotion, you know? Everybody likes that. The true emotion. Oh. It. it was a strong, strong pickup game for the Mike, girls, huh? I got to say, I got to say, Mike, you must be great going to weddings. I can see him as one of the wedding crashers. Instead of the wedding crashers, they go, they do the funeral crashing. <laughs> <laughs> he must be raking in at that point. <laughs> oh, man. So, so many memories. I mean, there's been so, there's been so many, and, and, and mostly since you know, since the Sox have been competitive, really the first 20 years or so of my life, they really weren't. And there have been so many, I've been to so many Yankee games and Red Sox games in Fenway and in New York. Um, was that the Mucina Pedro ridiculous game? And God, when was it? 99, 2000, 2001, where there was like a one hitter each side, one nothing loss yeah. from the Sox. Um, uh, was that, the, that was the one that Moose had, a, had the perfect game going into the eight, like eighth and two thirds or something. That like was right? in 2001. Yeah. 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 Oh, I was at that game in Yankee Stadium. Right. And and um, God, so many games went to a a lot of games. David, you know, my grandfather, you know, Dappa. Yeah. uh, But, um, you know, guys, what you don't know is my grandfather's a Yankee fan. So my my grandfather, Dappa, you know, my dad's dad is a Yankee fan. My dad rebelled back in the day, you know, as a teenager or whatnot and became a Red Sox fan. And uh, I followed my dad's footsteps as a Red Sox fan, but but down the the Polano lineage back, uh, you know, back years is 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 Yankees tried and true. So I, uh, you know, maybe like one percent of me cares, but uh, there's there's too much hate from my earlier days in life with my friends busting my chops as a Sox fan to uh, to actually. <laughs> okay, hold up for a minute. Like I don't know Rhode Island at all, so maybe you guys, Dave and Mike, you guys can help me out. I would uh-huh. think. Rhode Island would be more of a Boston Red Sox town air state. Is it really um, more of a Yankee state? Yeah, it's split half and half, really? bro. It, it really mm. is because you got uh, you got a lot of families yeah. that they immigrated from Italy and Ireland back during you know the 1800s or whatever, mm-hmm. and then spread out from New York City all the way up to up to Maine. So yeah, it's very split half and half. So is Connecticut. Connecticut is very half and half too. The more uh, See, west okay. you go, Connecticut, the Connecticut I could understand. Connecticut I can understand because it's closer to New York. Rhode Island though has that buffer though, right there, so it's not right there. So I thought it would have been more. What I'm saying is, New, New England, you New England. I'm sorry. Well, Connecticut's part of New England. So, yeah. So I mean, you got you still have like Vermont. I think it's Vermont that's close to New York. You have like Western Massachusetts that's that's right on the border of New York as well. Great mm-hmm. pitch by Castro, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exactly. great. It was beautiful. Out. It was beautiful. It was nice. You have to remember, it's, it's kind of just one of those things like, you know, New York, and I say like this, a lot of people from New York will, as as Dave was saying, they spread out, but a lot of people that are from, New, you know, certain, most parts of New England or especially like Massachusetts, they 
they're there for generations upon generations upon generations. So they're kind of it's kind of in it, they're kind of like in grown into the community there. So like being a Red Sox fan in in those parts are just it's not just a you know father son. It's a great grandfather, great great grandfather down down the line, stuff like that. Like everybody's everyone knows like you you don't do that. The more you know. And back in the day too, like back in uh, back in the day, the the Red Sox weren't even on TV. It was the Braves and the Yankees always on TV, from what I've been told. Um, what you know? Yeah, the Red Sox were not televised. Mike, when would the Red Sox start getting televised on TV? You would know. Well, I, actually, well, when I, they own Nets. <laughs> well, I didn't know about no, the but, I didn't know about the Yankees getting getting televised up in up in. New yeah, New it was New always area. the Yankees and the Braves. Yeah. Well, I, well I, obviously I knew the Braves. Yeah. I knew the Braves because because of TNT because of TBS of Tur- and I yeah, was Turner. Yeah, and I figured the figure you get the Cubs too because the WGN was if you got WGN you get the Cub games. Oh gosh, I forgot about WGN playing Cubs games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of people up here, you know, Patriots fans now, but but Giants fans uh, from the beginning because that was the only football you could watch up here on TV. So yeah, you know, my dad grew up a Giants fan, right? Even though he was Sox and. His father was Yankees, but uh, but my yeah. dad too. My dad's a Giants fan. Yep. Somehow I became a Patriots fan. So, eh. you See became that? a you Patriot. Did. You became a Patriots fan because you you um had fun watching the Tuck Brew game. That's why that Tuck game. Like, oh no, yay, I've been Tom Brady. Dude, Tom I've, been Brady. Watching, I've been I've been watching Patriots yeah, football yeah. since Drew Bledsoe got drafted, dude. Oh, <laughs> Drew Bledsoe! Wow. One quarterback off. Big deal. I've been a Giants fan since the 80s. <laughs> Golf clap. Lisa. Hey. I'll take, wait I'll take way that. to bring this to a grinding halt. I will take that <laughs> golf clap with my better defense than yours. Because guess what? I know what team the Patriots are going to be. <gasps> the Giants. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Definitely true. Those were Twice. those were very bad nights. Two, two, oh, two, oh wait, 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 wait. Does, does, that makes, does, does that in a way make it that Eli's better than Tom? Oh. <laughs> well, on Twitter, Eli Eli roasts Tom all the time. <laughs> yes, true. this is this is very true. Hey, don't worry. I saw I saw true. one the other day that was actually pretty funny. It was um Aaron Rodgers, a picture of Aaron Rodgers, a picture of um Brett Favre. And then they're like, "What is this guy? What do these people have in common with the Giants?" Oh, that's right, Eli having two ring, two Super Bowl championships. Uh oh, what happened? We lost him. No, he just lost oh. the the picture. That's all. There we are. So let me pose this question to everybody: Is the rivalry dead? Is after like '04? Is it just like died, or did it like pick up back up a little bit with the Joe Kelly Fight Club incident back in 2018? It's not really oh, like a, right it's not really a fight club when the when when Tyler Austin's being held back by the catcher. Like if, yeah. if Tyler Austin got a Tyler Austin got shots in afterwards. So I mean this that whole little fight club thing really doesn't 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 hold weight. The best thing about that fight, man, was the fact that when as the fight's going on in the field, right? They're playing Let It Go, the frozen song, Let It Go in the background <laughs> as this brawl is going on. It was the best thing I had ever seen. It was so great. And uh, mind you, two people and two, only two people, Judge and Stanton, were the ones who moved the entire pile. <laughs> just over the whole pile and just moved it. It was nuts. And you see everyone just back away. Most two showed up like, "Oh man, we're good. We're good. We don't want none of this." Oh. 
In my opinion, I don't think the rivalry's dead. I think it's more on a slumber because just at the moment in the AL East, there's way too many hot teams for us to actually have a rival with one particular team in our division. It's like, it's right now, the way you look at it, it's everybody against us. Unless you're a Boston fan that no one's against you. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. No one's really about you right Except now. Except maybe the Blue Jays and, you know, the Rays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they, 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 in second place right now. Exactly. That's, that's, they're all, they're they, all 14 plus games out, man. That's nuts. But that's the thing, though. That's where we're, that's why we don't have a rivalry right now. Maybe. Well, look, I, 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 well, I'm sorry, Alex. I'm going to cut you off on that. I, believe, I, I disagree with you just because of how last year ended for us with the Red Sox beating us in the one game wild card. There should that should have re that should reignite it all. Yeah, it should, but as of the way we, oh, but, playing, it, we don't need it to. Yeah, but <laughs> well, if I'm not mistaken, what the first the first th- first three games of the season we had post lockout was against was against the Red Sox. So I mean that's yeah. that just starts it all it starts everything off one. again. Yeah, they went two and one against them the opening series, mm-hmm. but. It, it's yeah. it's still there. It's still there, man. It's just not. It's it's muted a little bit. I think you know since it's, 04, yeah, I think, exactly. the Sox, especially from a Boston perspective, you know, once the Red Sox finally won the monkeys off the back, it's like, all right, we the, we still hate the Yankees, but a little bit less, just a little bit, slightly less, because we finally we finally overcame, right? And then since then, have won three more since then, and it's and it's uh it's been great. So I I, I guarantee if we meet in the playoffs again. It's gonna be heated, like it's gonna be yes. awesome. I, yeah, I agree. And, now, Mike, I have a question for you though. Yeah. Okay, since you're gonna, since I'm kind of in agreement with you about the whole about us about the rivalry right now, that it's kind of like more on a slumber, not nothing going on right now. It's just it's waiting for something to wake up the, the dragon. Now, what's your opinion on Houston? Oh, mm. Houston, they're, they're always there. That that team that team is loaded. And... I, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not talking about that. No, no. I'm talking about. You guys lost to Houston that in that same that, that same time frame too. Oh yeah. You want to know if you think they were stealing signs. Yeah, I got no, you. No, I don't I don't even care if you think do you think they're trash as well then because of that? Yeah, I do. I think it's I think it's Bush League, you know. I think that kind of stuff goes on for sure. It happens, it's happened forever. Different types of uh stealing signs or greasing balls and things like that. But like everybody's done it, and not everybody, I shouldn't say that. A lot of teams have done it, it is what it is, they got caught. And, you know, they, they paid some of their time. So, like, right now, this Houston team, a lot of the guys are different. A lot of the guys weren't really on. The, you know, some of the younger guys, younger guys like Jordan and, and a few others, like, they weren't on that team. Altuve was. And, you know, I don't remember Verlander was. He probably was. Redman but was. Verlander was. Verlander, 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 Verlander was, traded on to, was traded on to that team. Yeah. So, like, they still got some guys. But, you know what? Like, I, I feel like everything's on the up and up now. They feel, I, I, I'm actually surprised they're as good as they are because I kind of felt like, the cheating made them even better, but they're they're pretty. But look at their division. Of course, they're going to be good, yeah. man. You got yeah. trash. Oh, look at that division. It's an awful division. The Marlins could be in first place in that division. <laughs> I don't know so about the Orioles. Put the I'm Cubs there. They're going to be. They're, they're, put the Cubs there. They'll be in first place. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible division. And but you know, yeah. So some of that stuff pisses me off. I'm kind of a. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm like a baseball purist, but you know, it's you know competition. You should compete to the, your ability without cheating. That's just kind of the way I look at it. And, and uh, anybody that cheats in any which way, it's, it's disappointing. Including Eric Cole, Kermit. Now, not to reopen old wounds here, but um, I got to ask, do you think Alex Cora 
brought those tactics from Houston to Boston his first year as the Red Sox manager. Did the 2018 Red Sox steal signs to roll over the league and win the World Series, in your uh, opinion? In my opinion, no, because they haven't gotten caught. Did it? Did so, the court got suspended. got suspended for a year. He was suspended from the Houston days. But then, but they, but they said that what what the Red Sox did was not on the scale of of Houston. Yeah. But they, they got, but there was stuff that they were doing. They got, what? they, was they it? got caught. In, they got caught in 2018. But it wasn't. But it. But if you want to, if you want to figure, like the analogy I was told was that, you know, the speed limit's 55. The Red Sox did like. 70 while Houston yeah. was doing like 100. <laughs> 120. <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Like that that's that was the analogy that's always been put out there. So the Red Sox were definitely doing something and they got they got caught doing it. And they were they somehow figured signs and the second base the guys on second base were telling everyone. I mean they were they, that team was was just destroying everybody. Anybody anytime there was a runner in scoring position, they were yeah, they were absolutely destroying. They you know what I mean? For sure. Come the All Star break, I think they had only lost like fourteen games or something ridiculous by that July. And I remember sitting there watching this go down, them just mowing over everybody. I'm like, something is not right. Something is just, just a tad off. I'm like, there is no way. And then, you know, it finally hit me when Jonathan Holt, when that fifth, that sixteen to whatever it was game in the ALDS that year. And I'm just sitting in my house watching it on TV. I'm like, and Jonathan Holder is just getting obliterated. And he was one of their best relievers that year. He was one of their best pitchers out of the bullpen. I'm like, how is this happening? Like, this doesn't make yep. any sense to me. Hey, listen, I I, uh, I I, don't think it was as bad as what Houston did, but there was still some funny business going on. So, you know, there's an asterisk. There's an asterisk. But you know how many asterisks are we going to put on everything, right? The whole the whole record book at asterisks. How do we know before record keeping too that this wasn't going on and different different types of oh, different so what, types. We, we only stop with asterisks when it comes to Roger Maris. Nah, get out of here, man. Astros no. deserve it. Boston yeah. deserves it. Bonds deserves it. McGuire deserves it. All those bums deserve asterisks. Oh, right, well, so, I got I got here. I got a question. We're going down. We went down 2017. To go to 2018. Yep. Let's ask 2019 with the Astros in 2019. Do you believe that they were that they had buzzers? I hundred percent did. I mean, it, it looks like they did. I mean, Altuve <laughs> has one like on his shirt, doesn't he? And one on his shirt. Dude. And then they then they showed what? So who was it? The I, one I, of the I pack, can't I show Josh my, Reddick. I can't show my, Josh Reddick. I can't show my chest. My tattoo. My white dude. Josh Reddick was doing an interview before the game with this thing on his shoulder, and it looked like a buzzer with wires going down his his back. There's pictures of him walking around. With a tank top on, with this thing on his shoulder, with wires going down. Where his is back. it buzzing then? If it's going down his back, that's a bigger question. But there was there was <laughs> another thing on one of their on I forget who I think it was Maldonado's bat. Like he swung and something fell like something fell off his bat, and then, and it was it looked like a buzz like something like it the bat would kind of like the bottom of it was a little hollowed out. They stuck something up there, so it buzz it buzzed on the bat. I mean, there was just wild things. They had that. some next level stuff going on that year. I can't. I, honestly, I can't wait for that book to come out because that book's gonna. When that book comes out in like another like ten years, like, oh, everyone's book. gonna read it. I'm can't waiting. Wait. I'm waiting for the movie. <laughs> well, I forgot you're That'll there. Really you can't read, you can't read that movie. well. Yeah, but who's gonna hold up? Hold up. 
Hold get on. the documentary. Get the maybe documentary. Because, maybe because he's guard. But active duty, we have better ASVAB scores. We know how to read, sir. So shut it. Listen, man. <laughs> Listen, my ASVAB score was good enough to get me where I wanted to go. That's all I cared about. I mean, so, do, you guys, do you guys ever wonder, though, like, if Major League Baseball knew about any of this shit? And, oh, part of my of life. Of course they did. Like, of course like, just, they did. Like, they just let it go? Like, what are we doing here, too? Like, how do they... Of course, Rob Manfred is destroying the game. It's, exactly, exactly. That's the thing. It's Rob Manfred. He is spineless. He doesn't have the cojones to do what he has to do. Okay? Like, if he had a set to actually do something, he would do something. But... He doesn't. He doesn't care. Bubs. If it was Bud Selig, he might have done something. But when it comes to Rob, he's way. You're probably right on that, Mark. You are probably <laughs> right. You probably are right. I was gonna. I was gonna. I yeah, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to completely. Might. I didn't want to completely cut you off. That's why I just started shaking my head instead. That's why I said might. That's where. That's where the big old might. But like I said, Rob Manfred is a is a puppet of the owners of owners. He doesn't really care about the game. If the, if the majority of the ownership tells him what to do, he will do it. If they tell him to jump, he is going to ask them how high, like all of his ideas that he's ever came up with were horrible. I, I hate all the man does not belong in baseball. They need a commissioner that has a set to take care of this league and help make this league something that young people, old people, middle-aged people want to actually watch. Like, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of hard to be like, okay, let me watch baseball. Yet my team sucks. Well, here, well, here's the of course thing. you here's said the... it. And that's where I got my information from. Cause you are the man, Mark. <laughs> You're <laughs> the one said, who taught said, me. I I'm here. I'm I here. To, I'm here to teach. Well, here's the one thing that here's the problem with, with, Here's the one thing that you were saying with Manfred. He realizes that he has to appease 23 out of 30 owners. He doesn't care about appeasing all the owners. He just wants the 23 because those 23 will keep him in that job. So there's a lot. So he always had. So this this lockout was a big loss for him. So there's a lot riding on on this negotiation that goes on with the for the international draft. There's a lot that's going on that will happen. I think he I think he's up for. I think he's up for a contract before the next CBA. If I'm not 2025, mistaken. I believe. Isn't he also trying yeah. to bring up the robo umpires now too? He's trying to do. He's trying to do the robo umpires. They're still trying to do. They're trying to. They're introducing like new tacky baseballs. I mean, they're changing everything up, right? Doing all this stuff. As long as it, as long as he keeps certain, as long as he keeps a, a majority of those owners happy, he's going. He doesn't care what happens. He, that's. Because remember, he's not a, he's not a, he's not there for being a popular fe- fella, excuse me, fella. He is a anti-union lawyer. That's all he had. That's what he was. That's what he came up as. And he was there to start busting down the union. And when Tony Clark was was running the show by himself, yes, he was able to put every. He got over on Tony Clark hand over fist every time. When the union finally brought in union lawyers to start fighting back, that's when the that's when this this lockout happened. Because the union lawyer is like, nah, we're no, we're not accepting this anymore. We're gonna move forward, and there's gonna be a fight that's gonna come down with the with the international draft, and whether it happens, yeah, when it, whether it happens doesn't it doesn't matter. There's they're 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 gonna fight back and forth. They're fighting over money, you know. They already the PA already gave it their their response to what happened over it during the during the talks. 
bunch of money's coming out there. They they're sitting there going, "We don't want this. We don't want that. We don't want the other. We're not we're not talking about this anymore." If you want to draft, you got to go down this road, and they're going to fight back and forth to the bitter end. There's going to be tons of fights coming up with with the union, with the owners, all that stuff. And then going back to C League that you were saying, Alex, Bud C League. Remember, he swept the steroids under the rug for years. What our I don't care. Don't, don't 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 talk too much trash about our favorite <laughs> I mean, I think he could sell me a car to this day. That's true. But Mike, I he got did a, own I, the Brewers for a while. He did own the Brewers, and it's still in his family. But Mike, I got a question for you. I've been I've been hearing and I've been saying uh uh that Theo Epstein is gunning for the commissioner job. What are your thoughts on that? I I haven't heard that, but I would not be surprised at all. I mean, he you know he came up as the young the young hot the hot guy and has been moving on up, right? Red Sox. Yeah, he's, he's the Ghostbuster. The like, Ghostbuster. <laughs> well, he well he works he works in baseball he works for MLB right now he's got a yeah. job with with them right now. So my question is this, here's my question I, this this is what I think would happen if Theo gets the top dog job do you think he get he convinces Brian Cashman to leave the Yankees to come over to, to work to be his number two. That's a great question. Uh, why why would he number one? Why not? They're they're both they're both good friends. Yeah, and they both know, and they both know how to run a big market teams. I I'd love to see a like a baseball guy, true baseball guy, running the whole thing, like Theo. Whether it's Theo or somebody like him, I think that'd be great. Somebody that respects the history, but also knows that there's challenges now and issues with what the, what's happening in the game, and move it forward without making it, you know, a, a, a just a home run derby or or some ridiculous uh, rock and jock baseball sport now instead of instead of, uh, you know, the, the game. But the, the game's got to change a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, I think having a, a baseball guy that's from the newer age, right, uh, being part of that versus a lawyer versus some old, really old school, you know, baseball purist, I think would be a, a great opportunity to move the game forward. I'm with that. Yeah, good point, good point. All right, I got a question for you now, Mike. I actually got two questions for you. First for one it. is a Boston-related question. For Boston to legitimately be competitive throughout the rest of the season, what trade would you make? Oh, man. So, no pressure. Here's what I do, right? The Sox, the Sox they're never, they're not going to catch the Yankees. They they can make the playoffs and do damage there. So, that's all you need to do. Um, exactly. They need a pitcher. And I would put Sale in the bullpen. I would put Chris Sale in the in the closer role or in the setup role. Tanner Houck and him at the back end for the last three innings, two three innings, lock that up. I don't trust Sale at all to be able to go out and pitch multiple innings at all. Um, his and his velocity even in six innings isn't what it used to be. I'd put him in the bullpen immediately, and you have him and Houck go back and forth and go out and get a starter. Uh, to give you a starter name right now, I don't have it. But who would, would say- who would you who would you who are you willing then? To get to lose from Boston for for a possible trade. Well, what what makes me sad is that it, the writing's on the wall with Bogart, so I don't see any way he's staying. Um, I also don't think it helps you to trade him now necessarily at all, but uh, it can land a hell of a package to trade him for a half a season and get some guys back, like they did with Nomar in 04, Right? You get you get True. you know, I mean they got they got they got great defense and 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 some placeholders and some some uh, you know some some prospects and stuff, but. Um, Bogey can bring a hell of a, 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 
uh, package, I just I'm disappointed that they didn't sign him preseason. So who am I willing to trade? Um, not Devers. Lock that guy up. Pay him all of his money. Pay him for the next twenty years and just lock him up. I'd I I I I don't like the the talk and some of the the things going on now a little bit with you know getting a little small market uh, act. Um, I think I think Heim's done a great job. I think I think he's a going to be a heck of a GM with some money. But the Sox have some cash and like a guy like Bogart shouldn't be somebody in my opinion that's on the table. They should have been signed already. But he's a Boris guy, right? So he's going to go out and get Max and he's going to be at the end of his deal. So so if, if it comes down to it right now, you make the hard call. And honestly, if you're not going to sign him, I'd trade Bogarts now. Okay, yeah. good. And so now that's, that's more that's more that's more to subtract. I'm sorry, Alex, to, to piggyback off that. It's more subtracting. Yeah. That's more subtracting for instead of adding. So you it's kind of like what are you talking? You're talking like a you're t- saying he's the, your your linchpin to get yourself a starting pitcher. I, I think he can get you a starting pitcher and other stuff, right? You move story to short. You got other second baseman who can fill in for where story was. It weakens your offense for sure, but I think the offense overall is very strong and not much of a problem. The pitching and the bullpen are are gross right now. It's 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 I, I like Bayo and Seabol and all these guys, like they're not ready yet though. Like they they're they shouldn't be in our rotation, right? You okay. you have you have an ace and 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 uh you know go out and get somebody who can Somebody who can pitch, somebody who's on a, a, a deal that's ending um, for a Bogarts and another player, right? And and mm-hmm. and Evaldi and Pavetta are there as a two, three. You can make the playoffs. Do I think they're going to win it all? No. And, and I'm not sure that the Sox think they can either. As much as Cora, I think, is a heck of a manager and can get them far, um, I think that they're going to compete. But this team's looking out two or three years, in my opinion. You know, they're looking out to what they can do and how, how, they can be really good in two or three years with some of the guys they have coming up and some of the youth. I mean, you're right, 100% right there, but like, that's what we thought when the baby boomers were all coming up. And then, like, all of a sudden, they were doing awesome that season, and we were, like, we were basically a game away from the World Series. So, like, you never really know what's going to happen. But now on to my second question, which is an easier one. Very sure, easy. Sure. If sure. the season were to end at the All-Star break, let's say that was the end of it, who would yep. you consider then MVP of the American League? Since uh, you're not a Yankee fan, it's very unbiased. Then Aaron Judge of the whole of all of MLB. Forget the American League. He's M- AL and NL. I'll take that. Coming from a Red Sox fan, I will take Listen, that. Thank I you. Really, I used to hate the Yankees. Now I just strongly dislike them. And <laughs> I, I have. I, <laughs> what have they thrown on you, thing, bro? Wow. <laughs> You can thank me. The the Yankees have grown on him because of me. So, you know, <laughs> They've they grown it's, on him. It's, it's kind of no, no. This one's kind of like like my grandma. My grandma told me, always told me never tell anybody you hate them. Yeah. It's like yeah. so. It's like man, you just like went to like my grandmother's. Like you know, I'm just gonna bring it to a nicer level. I dislike now, judge, you. Judge is mm-hmm. unbelievable. He he's gonna look so good in a Red Sox uniform next year. It's gonna be oh stop it. Don't even go there. Are you he, out of your mind? He is going to look so good in the Sox uniform. And he looks great on my fantasy baseball team right now. I got to tell you that, too. I'll take 30 If, if he's going to go, if he's not going to stay in um, New York, it better be the West Coast because I don't want. No, 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 no,
<laughs> come on now, High Moon doesn't isn't gonna be isn't gonna have the money to spend for spend on him. Come on now, they got. You the know money. what drives me nuts? They got the they so got drives- the money. Don't, don't get me wrong. I know they got the money, but I'm saying he doesn't he doesn't have the he's too he is he's from the race. He's not spending all that kind of money. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I, if it, if it was Dave Dombrowski, that'd be a whole different ballgame. Oh, absolutely. If Dombrowski would <laughs> it's gonna be a very different looking team if Dombrowski was still here. And I'm I'm not sure that I'd like it because I'm not sure that they could uh, it would actually be deep at all. There would be there would be no depth less depth than they have now, anyways. But uh they're no what they're gonna do is they're gonna sign Aaron Judge for like about two seasons and then but they're gonna have like a long, long, long contract and they're gonna trade him away like Mookie Betts. Oh god, Mookie, don't get me started. Hey, they they got some they got a decent haul for for Mookie at least, and you know it's it's uh it, again that 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 angered me too seeing Mookie go. You, and- you you like the haul they got for Mookie? I think I felt that was underwhelming. I mean, I, mean, I understood I understood why because they they threw they didn't get a lot back because they threw in they got rid of David Price's contract as well, so they couldn't totally. get they totally. couldn't get the haul. But I mean, Jeter Downs is not a is not the prospect that they thought he was going to be. I mean, you got Verdugo on that on the team still, yeah. and, and Kiki Hernandez. I mean, they're nice pieces, but they're not, you know, they're not they're not the sexy name pieces that no, you think no, you no. get back. I, 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 I think I didn't think there was a sexy name that he got back at all. Is one of I saying. mean, they got, they got Verdugo as a starting outfielder for them for the next several years. So, like, at least it's a, it's a solid piece, and I don't think they're going to sign anybody to replace him. So he's a he's a major league caliber player. That's that's a a very good above average player. So not great, but you know, you're going to lose Mookie for nothing, which I still don't like the fact. I still think that they could have signed him uh and Mookie loved being here but but again like they get, these guys want to get paid uh they weren't going to give them that type of money so the fact that they got you know I think the jury's still out on downs but they got Verdugo who's been in the lineup for two years and will continue to be for probably the next two or three years unless unless they move them like at least they got something I've seen far worse trades where you get nothing absolutely nothing right or prospects that don't turn out that's true and going back to Alice, your question earlier, if 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 the Red Sox were three games out from the Yankees and it's All Star break, uh, my my thoughts are different, right? I'm not saying oh like trade Bogarts and and, and make a move. I'm saying trade all the, trade all the young prospects and make of a course. move. Of course, one hundred percent. I agree. Then, yeah, for so, you for you to say that if you were like three games, two games, whatever, it, five games, five games, five games on. If yep. you had that many games and you're close to the Yankees right now, there's no way you're trading any of your studs. You're going to be working around maybe one, maybe one, and then a bunch of prospects. 100%. Just like right now, that's more than likely what Cashman is trying to figure out between the whole month of July that he's going to have to figure out what piece or maybe even two pieces and prospects does he have to trade away to get more pieces that we could possibly use to help us get to where we need to get. For sure. Well, I already got I already got my first trade in my in my head right now. Gallo gone by. He's he, he's you you're not even gonna get a bag of a big box of fresh Wyoming air for him. Um, we can't even but get some Cracker Jack boxes. Nothing. Maybe used ones. Darn. I hope uh, the game. Won't... I hope the toy's not opened up yet. I hope that toy's not used then. <laughs> oh come on! I, was, what, I think you... I think I think Will Warren heal and you get get another one like a Josh Bro or somebody else like that like one of the catchers they have Yankees have that's those three plus maybe one more and you're sending that to Cincinnati Luis Castillo back on this team he's a 1B kind of guy him him Sevy and Cole and as your top three I'll take that top three against pretty much everybody else in the league yeah 
Luis Castillo's <clears throat> If, uh, yeah. if he's grabbed Castillo, it's 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 all but over. I mean, the Dodgers, yeah, it's 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 it's, the it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. Our other our other guy, Danny, he, him and I have been have been beating that drum for like a year and a half now. Just get Luis Castillo on the team, get it over and done with. Like just just terrorize everybody else, and then we'll go for then we'll go for another left handed bat in the outfield because Gallo and and Hicks are just absolute. They they, they just got to get they got to move on. I mean, if that trade were to happen, I would legitimately have to tell you to just to wake me up when September ends because I don't really care about baseball until October. <laughs> so how do you feel about Trevor's story, Mike? I know Danny, our other co-host, he was hot on the uh, the Trevor I, Story bandwagon. I was, I was with Danny with on that. <laughs> I was on the Carlos Correa train for a while, and then I became the – the president Peraza. of the Oswald Peraza fan Oswald Peraza fan club, which I don't think that train is ever going to leave the station the way things are looking and shaping up. But uh, story before today's game, back in two twenty six, what in the world? Yeah, <laughs> I guess the Colorado Air was really uh, inflating. He had, he had what like a, he had a really good what three weeks or something like that for the Reds this season. Yeah. That's been about as far as it's been. Yeah, it, it it was a horrific like first six weeks. Took him a while to get going, but honestly, even since then, he's been he's been fine. He's been great. I mean, it was so bad for six weeks that it tanked all the numbers. But from a from a ball player perspective, I'll take Trevor Story on my team any day. He is an absolutely filthy defender. He's one of the best second basemen right now in the league, defensively probably the best. And um, he is he is legit. A, a, a hitter, but he's a swing and miss guy too. He's a home run bopper. He's, he's great for Fenway, um, but he's an excellent player. I just what irked me about it was you, you you choose not to sign Bogarts, and then you you sign Story for six years, and it's like okay, well I guess Story's the replacement for Bogarts, which is fine. Story can move over to short and play a, play a mean short, um, but yeah, he's gonna hit better. But he's always he's always been a low average guy. You know, he's not. He, he, I don't. I don't believe he's ever been a, a super high average guy. He just dropped bombs on steel bases. So, listen, if he can play flawless defense, drop 35, 35 bombs. Um, I'll, I'll take. It. And then uh, talking about sale, dude, he's a head case. Yeah, you can't. You can't trust him to. You know, put him in the bullpen. Okay, you can trust him to close games, but at least you don't got to worry about him. You, you get. You, you don't have to worry about him not blowing games. You got to worry about him not tearing up a clubhouse. What was up with that th- that incident in Worcester, man? <laughs> yeah, like he just went complete psycho. He ripped uh, apart that whole tunnel. We've we've seen it a few times. He's a he's a different cat. He's he's cut from a different cloth, and and um, well, he uh, definitely does like to cut cloth. The, man. the cloth the cloth <laughs> was cut up in Chicago. <laughs> I uh, I. He's got a he's got a lot of talent, um, but his best days are behind him. He's a head case, and and you know what? That's like utilize him for for what it's worth, like for what he can give you for the rest of it, right? He's he he had a great couple of years, you know, helped deliver a World Series, and after that, it's like it's just he's not the same. I mean, when you when you're when you're six, how how tall is he? Six eight, and something like that. Six eight, and and weighs less than I do at five nine, like. <laughs> How much? How long can your body hold up, right? So, um, yeah, he's he's a loose cannon, he's a head case, but I don't mind that if you can control it on the mound and bring it to your pitching and and get out there and and, and intimidate guys. But he hasn't done that in a couple of years. So until he starts actually pitching well again and intimidating people, 
um, it's I, I just could care less for it. Like get out there and pitch and 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 you can you can be whatever you want if you're coming out dominating baseball games. Yeah, how many years left does he have on that deal anyway? Uh, two this year and next year, I think. All right. Well, then, then they still got to pay him another in like another ten years. The rest of the 50, like the fifty million that or thirty-five to fifty the million that he's worth. <clears throat> yeah. So, do you I think JD? You, you think you think JD Martinez sticks around? He's a free agent at the end of this year too. You guys got a bunch of free agents coming up. Big big names. Bogarts they, is going to opt out. JD Martinez. I think uh, of all these, all, those three are going to be those three are coming off the team this year. Yeah, they they you know we'll see. But I mean that's that's it's it's partially disappointing because some of these guys are are you know were just the last few years were really good ball players that are part of the squad. But also you can see you can see the writing on the wall that the team's going to look totally different in the next couple of years, and not just with prospects. They're going to go out and sign some guys. They may not sign the the uh, you know the Aaron Judge that I that I hope for, but uh, you know, but but they're gonna they're gonna sign some guys and complement with the farm system and and. And Dombrowski brought a World Series, and you know maybe Cora was signs and stuff like that. Sure, but they they gutted the farm system, so it took a while to even get it back to having guys that can come up and pitch, and seeing guys that come up and pitch now, and then and then even bats too. You know, there's there's a few guys in the minors too. Uh, I, I know Tristan Cassis. Yeah, Marcelo My- Marcelo Myers still still a ways away. You got Nick York, who yep. I don't think I don't think he. I, they want him as shortstop, but I don't think he can. He's gonna. He can hack it there. I think he's moving over to second base. He might, and maybe that's why you know you sign Story for five or six years. He moves over there. You got York. You got Jeter Downs somewhere in there. You know who knows, right? Who knows what he'll do? Yeah. Um, there's, but you can't just rely on those guys. You got to sign Devers. You got to get. You got to. You got to develop some pitching to come up from the minors. This Bayo kid look didn't look great the other night, but like what he's been doing in the minors is, is been awesome. Uh, it looks like he's got some stuff and a few of these other guys do too. So um, there's some, there's some hope, but, but we're two, we're two, two years away from being a, a potential juggernaut again, but you know, not, not if they can get to the playoffs this year, you know, last year was a, was a miracle season, to be honest with you, you get to the playoffs this year or, you know, sniff it and you stay in the hunt. Um, I think in a couple of years, they're, they're really formidable and, and will be a force. You're right, Mike. You're right. They, in a couple of years, they will be a juggernaut again. The wish juggernaut. So what? So what do you think? What do you think the number is going to be to get to keep Devers? Because he already turned around and said that you that they're a hundred million dollars off right now, and that yeah. number's that number's just growing as we speak. Of course it is, because he's unbelievable. Um, I you know I I understand the concerns with ten year deals at you know thirty five whatever it is now the the max deal he's got. <laughs> And it'll be it'll be forty million by next year, right? Oh yeah. Like, so so meet in the middle. Give him give him something that's going to keep him here for a while. He's so young and so good, and like you know, leading the league or second in the league in WAR. I mean, this this kid is is the future, and and you know he's third now. He can move to first down the road. So like his type of deal for somebody who hasn't been injured, who's been like legit coming up through the org that they signed at some ridiculously young age. Like they had their 16, eyes on him. I think. 16, Yeah, from the Dominican. There's not many guys you lock up, right, for 10 years. And, and I don't mind doing that with him. I actually hate, like, contracts like that 10 years because you still see him now and go, like, how is this guy getting paid this much still? But Devers is a guy who's young enough. I think you lock it up. I think you, I think you, you, you know, it's not my money, right? I come up to his number or pretty close to it and, and, and uh, make it happen. I mean, he's a cornerstone, right? If you're not going to sign bogey, you go out and get Devers, you lock him up, and you build around him. 
Yeah, we're kind of in the same situation with Judge right now where, you know, I've been saying it all off season, even into the regular season. Yeah, it's not my money, it's Hal's. But you can't you can't let the face of your franchise walk. I mean, Xander Bogart's been the face of the Red Sox franchise for the last, what, almost 10 years. Aaron Judge has been the face of the Yankees organization for the last seven, you know, almost. You know, you just don't let generational players like that just walk away. You know, we were saying on this podcast, you know, during the offseason, I, I would – I would have given Judge three hundred and fifty million for eight years with two team options with no if and or buts about it. And now going into this offseason, if Hal and Brian don't offer him at least three twenty with at seven years with three team options, it, it, it's a done deal. It's game over at that point, and I will probably cry myself to sleep over it too. If yeah, I but yeah, but you know, but it's, in, you know, something like that is not—it's not a Cashman thing. It's a Brian. It's a—it's not a Brian thing. It's a—it's a Hal thing. Hal's not going. Hal has to open up the checkbook. Yeah, you got to remember, like Hal Cashman can turn around and say, "We can, we should make this deal. We should do this deal. We should do this." But Hal can. Hal's the one who's going to turn around to him and say, "Well, I want you to sign Judge. Give him eight years, but guess what? It's not going to be over, th- you know, two seventy-five or something. You know." Just throw numbers out there. It's not gonna, you, you you cannot go over three hundred. So get you you can play in the in wherever you want to do, how, do it however you want. You cannot go over three hundred. So figure it out. Yeah, that's exactly how I think. Yeah, that's how I think it's it's gonna that's that something like that plays out. I'm surprised but, they, they didn't sign. They didn't get it done beforehand. Like I'm surprised it's even gotten this far. You know, he's 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 a stud. He's as good as it gets. I think they're waiting for all the money to fall off the books between Chapman and Britton and Gallo and, you know, whoever else is going to be a free agent at the end of this season. I think they're waiting for that money to fall off before they pull the trigger and re-sign him. I think he stays a Yankee. I don't think – I don't see him going to the Red Sox. I don't see him going to the Mets or the Giants or the Angels or the Dodgers. I think he stays in pinstripes for the rest of his career. No, the angel. No, the angels. Angels need pitching. Is what they need. Yeah. But like, but like, when, but like what, what Mike was saying. Red Sox got a lot of money coming off the books. Yankees got a lot of money coming off the books. As yeah. the, as this as this as the salary cap goes up, I mean, I think this. I think after this year, you got we got fifty million coming off the books at least. Yeah, something like but that. We got Chapman, Chapman and Britton. I think are some, are thirty right there. Then you got Green, Gallo, Tyone coming off as well. I mean, the number numbers are big. And then next year, we got Don, we got pretty much everybody in the in the on the infield coming off the books. It's going to be a whole brand new infield with yep. Volpe yeah. and Peraza and Cabrera. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably keep Glaber because you can still keep yeah. Glaber around and he's doing well at second base, but I mean, Donaldson's Donaldson's done after next year. IKF is done after, is, is a free agent after next year. He's got two Rizzo, years of arbitration. Uh, well, Rizzo, you got Rizzo, Rizzo also Rizzo signed a two year deal. He's done his, you know, the player option after this year, he's, he potentially he can be back. done after that. So I mean, there's a there's just a lot of things that are out there to to move around. So, yeah. you know, Money I don't see because man, Rizzo has. I feel Rizzo's been one of those players that we need to keep for a while at least until we have like a first baseman that can actually be a first baseman because. He's given life to this team that we didn't have. Like, yeah, he might be middle of the pack right now in the average first baseman, but compared to what we had for the past, like, 10 years, I'll take it. Oh, without <laughs> a doubt. Because, let's be real. I don't 
Oh. Is that me or we lo- we losing them? Like no, it's on their end. They think that's them. Oh, I see, Mike. But we're all back. All right. Yeah, here we are. We're all back. But yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I feel about that one. It's like, like till something is up that could at least be average. It's no worth. Not even like. Even if if the I think the Astros or the Red Sox might have hacked into our network and crashed our stream yard. So, um, yeah, man. Well, that was that was I because Mike, that was because Mike Mike turned around and said that he only strongly dislikes the Yankees. Strongly dislikes the Yankees. Yeah, we we're it's, back it's, up. It, it, it's all good. It's all good. Maybe it was the Mets. Who knows? You know, they're a little upset too. <laughs> yeah, I can I love see it. that. Hey, Mike, what's up with the Red Sox not spending money when they own the Pittsburgh Penguins, a race car team, <laughs> a soccer team in Europe? Yeah. John Henry's not hurting for money. That's, so what's that's the, the deal? Pro- like, that's the problem, up? David. They, they own too many things. They, they've, John Henry's diversified his, uh, his portfolio quite a bit, and the Red Sox are just one piece of it. Especially oh, after you own the Marlins. So he, he's, he's really branched out since then. Yeah. So remember how I was making a strong case for Lucas Litke to get DFA'd? He's now got the bases loaded with two outs in the bottom of the sixth. No, he got out. Of oh, he got out. He got out of that. He's out of that. You're I'm all. We're in the top of the seventh right now. It's maybe two Hicks, Hicks is up. Maybe you, uh, maybe your internet was the problem, David. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, my internet has right. been the problem. Xfinity's been having problems down here. You can't get everything, man. You know, it's it's nice and warm down there. You can't get it all. It is piping hot down here, cuz. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, it is. I'm thinking, about jump, I'm thinking about jumping in the pool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Did anybody let Danny on? <laughs> Hold on. It's been fun, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Anytime. Fun. Anytime, brother. Anytime, cuz. Anytime. And I'm proud so, of you guys. Before 30, we, uh... 30 episodes in. 30 episodes in. You guys are, uh, you know, getting picked up by by a group here. And, and uh, I'm, I'm proud to see you guys keep on uh, keep on moving up. Keep up the great work. Yeah. Yeah, keep it on. Keep it on. Unmute yourself, Alex. I, I realize that right now. <laughs> and for you being a Boston fan, we got to thank you for if for you listening to us and supporting us. You know, well, Absolutely. He will be listening now. <laughs> exactly. Why wouldn't he want to listen to himself? Come on. See, he's got a lot of Yankee fans up there. Now he can do. Now he can go boots on the ground for us up there. Yeah, <laughs> I got we a ton of friends. I, I, dude, it was brutal living up here as a Red Sox fan from '96 to 2000. In high school, those are my four years of high school. It was absolutely brutal when half of my friends are Yankee fans, and it's just Yankees taking the Sox to pound town every single night. <laughs> Danny, Ladies welcome, and gentlemen, welcome. Danny is here now. It's a full Danny group. Danny is Mike. Mike, this is Danny. What's, <laughs> What's good? up, What's Danny? Good? How you How doing, man? Danny, good. we'll let you have the floor and just go, just go crazy with it. Go ahead. Dude. It's speed day. <laughs> Danny, speed day time. This, speed day. You know what? I, I feel like I'm just put on the spot right now, and I have no idea what to say. Just go with, go with <laughs> what your heart says, Danny. Five. Uh, Danny, just go with what, five, whatever your heart says. Just, yeah, just go I mean, with your heart. Yeah, I, I'm just happy right now. You know, Yankees are doing well. 
but uh, well, anything happens in Fenway. You know, a four run lead in Fenway is like a, a one run lead anywhere else. So yeah. Uh, yeah, but we don't have to worry about Dave Roberts stealing second base tonight, so I think we're oh, safe. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Could turn into <laughs> a softball game here this. tonight, you know. Yeah. I felt like with that story at bat and Licky, that was a good spot for Story to have his Red Sox moment, and then he popped up. Love to see that. <laughs> so, um, it's a good thing we didn't you know, sign him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, I was all, I was all on board that train. I, I yeah, really we know you were. You were the conductor but, of the train. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the defensive run saved, he's tops as a second baseman. Obviously, he's not going to do the same thing defensively as shortstop, uh, but the offensive numbers are coming around, 12 home runs, 12 or 13 home runs, 50-plus RBIs. He's he's doing it. You know, he's doing his thing over there. So, um, yep. I, I just wouldn't do the six years. I, I really I, – I just wouldn't. I, I would have liked a short-term deal with him. Yeah, same. Oh. Happy, happy to have him though. Rough, rough first six weeks, but he's he's come along nicely. And yeah, most of it was in a two week stretch. But uh, yeah. uh, it, it, as you mentioned, Danny, his 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 defense has been unbelievable. So, um, you know, we'll take it. Yeah, not everybody can come over for the Rockies and be DJ Lemayhew in their first yeah. year. So <laughs> yeah, and we'll you see know what? what next year with uh, Story, his name is not DJ no more. It's Mister Utility because that's all he is. Dude, I almost want to just put him at shortstop to see what he can do. He can oh, play God. first, second, third. No. Put him at shortstop. No, 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 no. no. I like, I like, I like what is we're going on right now. Let him be a utility player. He is the king of that right now. We don't got to worry about it. I'm not saying do it during the regular season. I, you know, it's something to see in spring training where the games don't matter. You know, it'd be interesting that's to see. He's athletic enough. That's what shifts are for, and that's the only place he'll be. That's the only time he'll be yeah. in the six hole. And, and that's, that's going to be gone next year. Exactly. So, yeah, Joey Gallo, Gallo might bat 200 next year with the shift being gone. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, no, no. So, no, who was no, in right no, field when he, hit that, when he hit that pop-up? Was that Christian? That was, uh, yeah, Arroyo. Arroyo. Yeah, Christian Arroyo. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> It ha it's it ha you know it happens what? right it's twilight it's twilight but but it's brutal. It's a tough oh. play out there. You sh these oh, guys are used to three decks. We got a two decker and like Michael said, it's twilight. That's that's a tough tough uh, ball to see up there. And Gallo Danny, hits it. Gallo hits Danny, like a mile high. Danny, please stop it. You're giving excuses for them. He, he's at home. He should be okay. When you looked at oh, when you looked at the, the pitch, there was nothing in the sky but clouds. He should have been able to get that. He I agree. Just, no, just, his glasses, his contacts just moved out. That's all it is. From a baseball perspective, you know, just pure baseball, not Yankees, Red Sox. It, it is a tough play. You're, no, 100%. It is a tough play, but also put into perspective that if that's your home team, your home stadium, there shouldn't be anything really that should hinder you. If you're the opposing player, yes. I mean, if it was the, if it happened to the Yankees, Tampa, anybody, anybody, I, I'm not gonna get mad at it. But if it's you're the home team, then I could get mad about it. Also, Christian Arroyo came up as a middle infielder, so him playing right field in Fenway, that's that's not easy place to play. Yeah. So it's it's not. I mean, it, it is an excuse, but you know, the twilight is brutal sometimes. But uh, when when 
right when it happened, my brother texted me immediately. He just like, WTF is going on right now. I just turned the game on with Luca. Like, what? we can't catch pop-ups? Yeah. Back to the Chicago Cubs, they can't catch pop-ups either. Yeah, I know. I know. That was funny. Uh, Watching that game where they dropped the ball in the infield and they're like, oh, all Yankees fans think everything's a home run. It's like, yeah, well, you guys think everything's a routine pop fly until you drop one. (laughs) Don't worry right now. Don't worry. Don't worry. They can't even throw to first base right now. Yeah. Yeah. Marwin doing small ball. That's that's nice to see. And then Jim throwing it away. That's perfect. Man, I'm hoping for a four-game sweep out of this. I really am. That'd just be the split, the knockout punch. No, it's who's on who's on series who's pitching for us tomorrow? Um, either Monty or Or Sevi. No, Sevi. Yeah, Sevi pitched before Cole. So yeah, it's either Monty or Tyone. It's gotta be Monty because Tyone pitched before Sevi. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Tyone gets Tyone gets Tyone gets the Sunday game. You know, that's that's a game for the Red Sox to take advantage because Monty has – I mean, uh, yeah. uh, Tyone has not pitched well as of late. Yeah, Mo- Monty tomorrow, Tyone Sunday night. Waka's pitched for you guys tomorrow, Pavetta. right? Pavetta. Pavetta. Waka. No, w- Waka just got put on the 15-day IL. Thank God. He owns the Yankees for whatever reason. Just add, yeah. I don't know how he does, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm sorry. But, uh, Every time I hear the name Waka, I start thinking of Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear, baby. <laughs> waka Waka. That was the thing. Uh, when he was in St. Louis. Yeah, David Scott's going to the game with Luca on Sunday night in Boston. Nice. So that'll be that'll nice. be good. We went we went in 2019 when I was on leave from Alaska, and uh, the way the story is, so it was kind of it was kind of wild. So I had a friend of mine that works in the. Oh, Hicks center. getting a stolen base on them. Look at that stealing third. That's Marwin. Yeah. That's Marwin. Marwin. No, that, that's Marwin. Yeah. No, Marwin's up to Hicks bat. Scored already. No, it isn't. Hicks, no. Uh, DJ. You guys so are plays at all different times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yes, I'm. I'm far behind right now. Yeah, I see what you're. I see, I see what's going on here. Mark's hitting the live button right now. Yeah, I gotta figure out this live button crap. So we had we had tickets in center field by a buddy of mine. Uh, shout out to my buddy Darren for this hookup. So I was home on leave. We went to the game. Had seats in center field for ninety five dollars. And then my buddy was a bartender is a bartender there, and uh, he he ended up getting our seats upgraded to the to the to the seats just over home plate at the Sam Adams Pavilion deck. So I was, nice. it was it was pretty nice to watch the fourth through the. Ninth inning, courtesy of his boss. Shout out to that that person as well. That, that was it was it was a great it was a great night. Uh, first time ever being at Fenway too. It was pretty remarkable. Being That's at awesome. one of the oldest ballparks in the country. So, Mike, let me ask you: outside of going to baseball games, what's your most memorable yeah. moment at Fenway? Outside of going to baseball games, or you can even include baseball games too if you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been to a couple concerts there, but. Um... You know, Pearl Jam was awesome seeing them at Fenway, but but there's no there's not even a question to what the number one moment at Fenway was for me, and it was the '99 All Star Game. Uh, I went. I went with my dad. Yeah, my dad. One of my dad's best. One of my dad's best friends um, had four tickets. Took. It was unbelievable. We sat like sixth row, right behind Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. 
and what? sat sat there watched watched Ted Williams get wheeled out right, and yep. then watched Pedro friggin mow down the first two innings. It was it's a memory I'll never forget. So like even if you ask me non baseball, that that's number one Fenway memory. Been to some playoff games. Never been to a World Series game there, but been to some you know ALCS ALDS games. Seen some great comeback wins, but that moment by far that game was. We had the choice to go to the All Star, the Home Run Derby, or the All Star Game, and my dad was surprised I picked the the All Star Game. But I'm like, no, I want to see the whole game. I want to see all the guys play. You know, as yeah, cool yeah. as a you know as as a as a 17 year old, like the Home Run Derby is pretty unbelievable. But uh, I'm so happy I went and, and witnessed that. I mean, that that's an All Star Game that people talk about all the time. I don't know because, like, see, if I was gonna, if I had a choice between All Star, I think I would probably do the same thing, pick as you, because. The home run derby is great. Like I do enjoy watching the home run derby even to this day, but I kind of rather watch it because like everyone's just even especially if you're in the outfield, everyone's gonna try to get try to crowd with you, blah 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 to get those. <laughs> totally. like, I, I I got PTSD. I don't need those old people on top of me. I'm happier watching it in my house on my TV, and I'm okay. Like I miss the times of hearing Chris Berman going back 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 back. I, yes, that, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm okay then. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a historic All Star game. Like, out of all the All Star games, probably in any of our lifetimes, we'll probably point to that one as being like something that's a, a folktale they tell you grandkids about. Like, oh, you know, you can say, yeah, I saw Pedro Martinez mow down the top hitters in the NL, and I think a couple of them were Hall of Famers, right? I, I gotta say, I think the best all-star game in my opinion was Cal Ripken's last one where he got tur- oh. in the first, in the first yeah, inning where they, where a rod had a swap with him and, and Joe Torrey's like, get over there. It's yeah. Order. <laughs> that was, that was awesome. dope. 2001. Yeah, do you ever, if you ever heard the story, it was A Rod went to Joe Torrey said, "Oh, we should move Cal Ripken over there." He said, and Joe Torrey goes, "Yeah, look, we're gonna do it. Just don't tell him we're gonna do it in the right before, right before the game starts." Yep, that was uh, that was a great that, that was a great that one. was a great one too. It's but no, I, that's that's the biggest moment. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's definitely a great moment for you because that's also like the last time Ted Williams was, was actually seen. His yeah, he head died, would, he died the next his, year. Yeah, his mm-hmm. head was like cryogenically frozen like a year later. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, they got they they got him ready for that Futurama moment, you know, because we're waiting like a thousand more years to bring him back with Nixon and everything like that. Exactly. Hey, him, exactly. him and Walt Disney are sitting side by side. <laughs> they got a lot to talk about. That's oh, awesome, man. Sure oh, do. Man. All right, well, I think that's gonna about do it for us tonight. Sorry to everybody for the little technical glitch that we had for about five minutes there. Um, nothing we can do about it. It's just it is what it is. But uh, at least, at least if you're watching it live, at least if you're watching it live. Yeah. If you're not watching we, it live, yeah. you don't know what we're talking about right now, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, just uh, Mike. Just uh, want to thank you for coming out, hanging out with us, walking into the lion's den, as I called it this week. Uh, couldn't have thought of a better Red Sox person to talk baseball with. We were trying to get Mark on with you, but yep, Mark yep. was in, uh, in London for work, unfortunately. So he would have had a lot to say about this since he's like the instigator of the whole, <laughs> of the whole family is. rivalry. He is. Um, maybe, well, maybe, we'll maybe, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, well, I was gonna say let's do it. maybe we'll, we'll do it again in, uh, later on this year, in the season. Yeah. Maybe, no maybe we'll see you guys again in the playoffs, and in the playoffs we could definitely have you on for sure. <laughs> yeah, listen, guys, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, the you know right right in front of the firing squad, but uh, you guys you guys you are all good it. dudes. It wasn't and, that bad. Stop. No, it was it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. You guys are all good dudes and respectful, and 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 honestly, I had a lot of fun being here. So uh thanks for asking me it was a lot of fun you know i've only done a couple little podcasts i had a lot of fun a lot of fun doing this with you guys absolutely you know it makes uh, it even better that the red sox are losing the yankees today too yeah i know (laughs) i know i I texted david like like an hour before the show with just a vomit emoji because donaldson had another three-run bomb i was i was out i was out at the time i was out i was out running to the store at the time i didn't know what he was talking about like what what like what are you sick you backing out of this i'm like don't make me look (laughs) that I'm not I was backing like, out, back out of it. He's it like, would have been a little easier. Just hit a home run. I was like, yeah. oh, well, cool. It would have been a little um, easier if the Sox, you know, were within three to five games and they weren't just getting pounded by the Yankees. But, hey, listen, I, I'll come on win or lose, guys. I, I love to be yeah. a part of it. I love talking baseball. Well, you're welcome back anytime. Anytime, cousin. Great job. Great so, job. Cool. You, you um, are allowed back you. on. We give you the okay. And, and, and good luck to you guys. Seriously, 30 episodes in, you guys are crushing it. I know you just picked yep. up now from uh, from another group, and honestly, to the moon. Hopefully, you guys keep uh, keep rocking it and uh, realize yep. whatever dreams you guys have. Yeah, well, Appreciate we're just it, getting started. We we haven't even we haven't hit the potential of where we want to go yet, but we're getting there. Hey, so, Dave, you, know, you want to Dave, 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 you want to do us a favor and remind all of our listeners about that promo code? All right. So, uh, shout out to Lids for sponsoring us. We got the word uh, this week that we're now sponsored by Lids with their affiliate program. Um, if you go to our the link in our bio on our Instagram to our link tree. It's the top link there. Um, it's lids FS free shipping. It's good for, for today. And then tomorrow there'll be another sale. So all-star game is coming around. The playoffs are coming around. You know, hopefully we make some, we make some money when the Yankees win the world series this year and we sell <laughs> a bunch of world series merch. That would be, that'd be great. So we can all rock it at the parade when that happens. Uh, yeah, whatever, cuz whatever, bro. Um, Forget that. We'll also, go to the bread, then we'll go straight to. We'll go straight by Mike's house after that. Yeah. <laughs> actually, he's, he, Hello. actually, we'll go to his brother's house. We'll go to Scott's house. Scott's got the pool now. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to go to the pool in October. A little cold for that one, bro. I'll it's heated. My house in no, October. No, 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 it's no, heated. No, it's heated. It's no nice and warm. Yeah, Scott's got a heated salt water <laughs> fiberglass pool. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, shout out to Five Reasons for bringing us on board with them. Thank you to Ethan Skolnick and Joe Fasaro for this amazing opportunity. Again, this is our second episode under that umbrella, and just can't wait to see how this partnership uh, develops and flourishes going forward. Also, shout out to our international audience, everybody listening in the United States, Puerto Rico, Mexico, the Bahamas, Canada, Germany, Spain, France, Brazil, Australia, Chile. You guys are awesome. Uh, we actually have people accessing our link tree in Israel, the Philippines uh, this week. So shout out to you guys as well. Um, for Mark, Danny, Alex, and Mike, this is David from Rocks Chachos signing off. Have a good week, everybody. Later, everybody. Night all. See you guys. Go Yankees. Adios.